You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Can I have the first question, Paddy? Yeah, you can. And uh, to our listeners. Are you going to say good morning to him Good first, morning, or? Cam. How are you, mate? Hey, Heels. How are you? Yeah, excellent. Good to have you back, mate. Yeah, thanks very much. And like, uh, question, like mm. being a good roomie, like I was yeah. in yes. Bundy, yes. did you steal my phone charger? <laughs> <laughs> that is a yes laugh. Uh, listen, um, <laughs> look, I, I, I borrowed it. Yeah. Twice. <laughs> I, you I gave will... it back to me one morning and then I couldn't <laughs> find it on departure. <laughs> well, I, I didn't. I didn't realise you were leaving uh, yeah, so okay. early on on the uh, well the, the the departure day. So um, <laughs> I, I was I was about I was the plan was to hand it over to you when yes. I got up, and I got up fairly early. But you were gone already, mate. You were early risers. So. Oh, no, it's gone of the days when we were young, and you just say to your roomie. Come on, mate. What are you doing? Let's go. Yeah. We're going to breakfast. Yeah. You tiptoe around each other now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Great room. Uh, uh, Paddy, great roomie, though. Heels. Oh, very, he? pol- very polite. He, 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 I, I got there after him and I walk in and he's given me the master bedroom. Yep. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. One of the nicest. Nicest roomies well, I've ever I had. I thought I'd have to. Yeah, I am very nice, but but I thought I had to sneak out and go to another room to do the radio show. So the other room suited that. But anyway, I would have I would have thought, given the caliber of the touring party for the Bulls Masters, a 119 Test player via future model, I would have thought both of you would have had your own private suites. No, good call. Good call. I have posted that with Jimmy. <laughs> Can we? And, and the the sponsor we're talking about is Chemist Warehouse. So rush into Chemist Warehouse today and uh, grab all your proteins. Powering tomorrow, today, Chemist Warehouse. All right now we've done the... the uh, Investigative <laughs> work. All the, yeah. So are you ever going to get the phone charger yes, back? That, that, that'll be returned. Right, that'll okay. be returned. No problems, mate. All right, what tickled your fancy out of round two out of about 400 hot topics? Oh, there's so many, wasn't there, fellas? But mm. um, oh, I'm jumping on the bandwagon of the Dolphins. Yes. <laughs> how, how good? Yeah. How good are they? Really, like I think many people would have thought, you know, they'll do a great job if they win two games all season, but they've won their first two. They're sitting on top of the ladder. And next game is the Knights. Well, that's right. So, and I was looking at this, you know, we, we don't like to go too far down the track with the season, but in a fortnight's time, fellas, you know what the matchup is, don't you? Yeah, Bronx. Broncos v Dolphins, Friday night Suncorp. If both teams win this week, they go into round four undefeated. It's a top-of-the-table clash at Suncorp. It'll be a sellout. Yeah. Yep. A sellout. So I can't wait. For, I hope I hope both teams get out there and win this week and you know, we get to see you know, a huge matchup in round four. Mm. Gee, Kafusi's up and about, isn't he? He is, mate. Yeah, he is. And and I think, um, you know, given given you know, the circumstances in which you know, he joined the club, he was the very first player to sign with the Dolphins. So he, he actually went to that organisation – with a lot of unknowns or a bit of uncertainty around, you know, who who else was going, um, who would be playing alongside, but he's just he's he's taken his game, um, you know, some of the best football we've seen from Felice Cafusi over his you know long and illustrious career to the Dolphins, and he's leading the way. Like some of the defence that he's produced over the first two weeks, particularly in I felt in that first game where 
the Roosters seemed like they were, you know, sort of in control. The game wasn't really sort of doing much. It wasn't going anywhere. And he come up with a couple of big plays defensively. Um, and the one that's been replayed, you know, a lot has been that, that tackle on Brandon Smith, his former Storm teammate. He's just changed the fortune for his football side with some of those big hits. And it's been fantastic. He picked up the, the Artie Legacy medal um, in that Roosters-Dolphins clash. Um, so it's been a fantastic start for Felice Cafuzzi. Yeah, and when, then last week they were made fight, weren't they? Pouring Sorry, rain. Last yes. week they were made fight for, for the win. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, exactly right. And and to be fair, like Can- Canberra aren't any knockovers in this competition. Like they're a tough footy side. They, they play that tough brand of football, um, you know, obviously no surprise with Ricky Stewart being the coach. That's the style of footy that he, he loves his teams to play. But um, the way they come back and the circumstances too at the end of the match, like Sean O'Sullivan got put in the bin, with, which was an absolute G up of a call right. <laughs> where he got put in the bin. So they were able to win the game with their main playmaker off the field. Mm. It's just incredible. Like some of the some of the performances of of a few of their players over the first two weeks have just been outstanding, and and I, I you know everyone's you know up and about with the Dolphins and you know this this great start. Um, yeah, you know, the comments I made last week on on the captain's run on on Wednesday was that I just I hope I hope this footy side can continue you know this this standard of footy throughout the entire season. Yeah. That, that's the only thing you know. Like it, the the easiest thing for this team is to get away to a, a really good start. You know, there's a lot of, you know, feeling and buzz and emotion about, you know, the Dolphins at the moment. And, you know, it's a new thing, so everyone's a little bit excited. But when we get about 12 weeks in, I, I just hope that they're, they're, they're performing the same way as they are now. Yeah. No, I agree. Hey, j- just quickly on that, and we'll move on, but Katoa v Milford. Milford apparently had a pretty fair game and produced a winning play in the, in the Q Cup. But mm-hmm. you can't see him pushing Katoa aside at the moment, can you? Well, well, not not when the team's winning, Paddy. Not yeah. at all. No, I, I, and I think Wayne will just—he's—he's he's the type of coach that you know, if it's not if it's not broke, then don't touch it. Yeah. So you know, they're two from two at the moment. I think I think the you know young five eight Katoa. I think he's done a fantastic job in the first couple of games. He came up with a couple of like you know um, errors against the Roosters, which were just um, from inexperience. But you know, like the the young guys, they need. They need time in the middle to, to learn. Yeah. Um, and that's not just in league. It's in any sport, in any walk of life. But I think he's been great. He's only 19 years of age. So um, as long as this team's winning and he's, you know, he's performing the way that the coach wants him to, I, I'm sure he'll keep that six jersey. Yeah. Um, and then a quick wrap, really, on the other three Queensland teams. The Broncos look tough and together. The mm-hmm. Titans fell into old habits, did they? Yeah. And the Cowboys have got suspensions. Yes, a uh, bit of trouble for the cows, of course, with Scotty Drinkwater. Um, he's going to spend some time on the sideline for that hit on, on Corey Oates, which really was – there was no intent in it. It was just, you know, the, the, the collision was, was at high speed. Corey Oates changed direction late to, to score the try, and Scotty Drinkwater, he was just doing what any fullback would do in that situation. He was you – know, he was trying to perform his duty as a fullback to try and come, and, come across field and, and save a try, but he just caught him high. In the modern game, fellas, we know that any contact with the head, they're going to come down on the players heavily. Um, Oatsy, unfortunately, has picked up a, a broken jaw because I think um, you know he he's, he was fantastic in in mm. you know, the minutes that he played against Penrith and then and the Cowboys before he he copped that injury. Mm. So they're in a little bit of strife, but I think they can cover 
I think they can. I think they got a little bit of depth for Cowboys, um, but they were a little bit. As soon as Drinkwater went to the bin, uh, the Bronx were able to score two tries and just it took the game away from them. Super impressed with the Broncos though, uh, because in that first half they just they didn't look really. They didn't look like they were in control at any stage in that first forty minutes. It was all the Cowboys. They were able to score some late points um, to bring it back to level pegging at halftime. But the, the the way they come out in the second 40 was super impressive. Their defense, their defense again, boys. Like yeah. At the start of last year, very similar way that they've started this season. Um, that's if, if, they, if they want to go deep into the season and play finals footy, they need to be able to um, you know keep producing efforts like they have done in the first two defensively. Titans, oh, they were old habits, Paddy. I think you, you hit it on the head. Perfectly. Oh, they were just owned in the middle, weren't they? I, yeah. I, I know Tanner Boyd, you know, had mistakes in his game, <laughs> and you know you can look to the ones that are, you know, in the in the spotlight. But boy, oh boy, in the middle they were soft. Yeah. Well, you know, they got away to a, a great start, um, and just before halftime, you're thinking, well, this is a great position that they're in. They, they're going to go into the sheds twelve nil up. But all of a sudden, in the space of six minutes, the sa- the, the the Dragons scored three tries, and, and all of a sudden it's sixteen twelve at half time. And I just think that they that that just they were rattled. I, I think they they didn't know how to go back out there and, and get their game going again. And the Dragons scored what thirty something thirty odd points unanswered. Yeah, yeah, that's that's just not not the standard that I, I think Justin Holbrook. Would would be expecting from his footy side. Yeah, they'll be copying a they'll be copying a mouthful. Uh, so too will your old teammate. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not, not happy bellyache after the dogs beat them twenty six twelve. Yeah, no. Well, I, <clears throat> I was out having a meal with some uh, with some friends, um, and but we were watching the game on on the TV, and um, they were like, "Oh, Craig's going to be filthy." I said, "Actually, it was it was twenty six nil at the time." I said, I, "I'll tell you what." He he won't be too bad because he he knows that you know it, it's going to take well somewhat of a miracle to win this game. So he's almost conceded that this will be a loss. I'll tell you when he'll fire up is is post match, and that he did. Like I think they've showed vision of him <laughs> post game, and he absolutely <laughs> tore shreds off, shreds off him. And and the like I haven't spoken to Craig this week, but I believe the messaging would have been around it being their first home game of the season. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was a fairly healthy crowd there on the weekend. No AFL in town, so they were their only they were the only elite sporting game in Melbourne on that weekend, well, you know, in the football. Um you know, and just the 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 lack of effort in some areas of their game, which is what they pride themselves on. Um taking nothing away from the dogs. I thought the dogs were really impressive, particularly with the football. Um, you know, they were playing a style of footy that I think we all expected them to play in round one against Manly. Um, you know, so they they were great. Don't don't take that away from the doggies. But yeah, I think uh, I think they would have had some fairly sort of heavy training sessions over the last couple of days of the storm in in preparation for you know Saturday's match against the Titans. Uh, hey, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you about Latrell and the racial abuse after the break. Yep. Um, because it, it's something that. You know, it's just, I don't know, why is it still happening? But mm-hmm. the, the one that I wanted to bring up just before the break was the blue after the Knights-Tigers game. Did you see that? I mean, apparently Hastings and Talau are mates. They rehabbed together last year 
and then yeah. Clemmer puts his two bobs worth in it. And it, just, <laughs> it just got all a bit messy, didn't it? I mean, ah. Talao's copped it on uh, on NRL 360 last night. They also gave it to Clemmer. I mean, mm. he copped him high. He went over to apologise, and it became a shirt front. Well, it did, and it was just a it was a bit of a circus, really. Like it all happened right there in front of the cameras, and and it was a bit schoolboyish, wasn't it? Really, yeah. like if 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 the, if the, if you're gonna you know, address a, a situation that happened on the field, whether whether it's, you know, you're in control of the situation or you're not. I, I think you wait till after you've left the field to play. Yeah. And you could actually see, I've watched the vision a couple of times. Like the security guard, he even knows something's going to happen. Like he's just <laughs> he's just wandering around in the background, the bloke with the high-vis bib on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He yeah, was yeah. just meandering around if you check it out, the vision. Like he's just, so he knew, like, come on, fellas. Like if, Mate, if the ground security knows something's going on, like we're, <laughs> we're yeah. struggling. So just, I just thought, look, I've got no dramas with, you know, things being addressed, but walk off the field, you know, do it away from the public eye and particularly the cameras. Like just yeah. do it do it in the sheds and get it over and done with. Yeah, and was, that's two in a row. Luai and Salmon the week before. That's right. Yeah. That's right. They were teammates. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Who knows what's going to happen in round three, boys? <laughs> All right, we've got lots more to talk about. We've got Cameron Smith with us right through until uh, late third. We've got a couple of texts for you as well, mate, but we'll do that shortly. Cam Smith joining us. Uh, lots of big issues from this. I'll, I'll get a couple of texts out of the lines. <laughs> Cam, have you seen the Broncos City jersey? Pretty ugly piece of fabric. Heels actually liked it. Oh, it's up it. there with some of the worst league jerseys <laughs> seen. Uh, it's Oscar from the Valley. <laughs> Oscar, Oscar's obviously a Dolphins fan. <laughs> I told Oscar. I've already told Oscar this morning he's a bit harsh, isn't he? Harsh on the cricket snooze fest. Yeah, and Mike, uh, Mike said through one, he said he thought it was a bit rich and stupid of Adam Reynolds to strongly imply that drink water should have been sent off. Well, uh, I think Cam's answered that. And he said yep. it was, uh, an, well, more a playing incident, wasn't it? Uh, yes, it was. Yep. And, yep. Uh, what's Muzz sent through? I'll find that for you in just a moment. Let's go through, I suppose, the two big talking points were the alleged racial abuse. There's some talk about the actual words used Mm -hmm. towards Luttrell. Regardless, it's this whole racial thing, mate, raising its head again. Yeah, it's... Oh, look, it's not good. It's it's terrible, really, you know, for, for, you know, players in 2023 not being able to go and, and play a game of football... Um, and you know, have some pretty ordinary things said to them. Um, you know, particularly the you know the boys, the indigenous players um, of our game, and you know, it's just it's just outright wrong. You know, there's there's <laughs> there's a way to do things, and there's a way not to do things. And and you know, what's been said is was a 15 year old person that has made these comments. I'd like to think at at 15 years of age, we know what the right thing and what the wrong thing yeah. is. You can differentiate between the two. Now, it's just it's just so sad that, you know, this is happening over and over and over. Like, you know, Demetrio come out, the, the Rabbitohs coach, and said, like, this isn't the first time that his football club has travelled to that venue and someone has copped some racial racial abuse. It's just, it's not on. It's, it's, it's so ordinary. And, and, you know, as a fifteen-year-old person, you know where where is this where is this person learning this language or this behaviour from? It's mm. got to be from home. It's got to be from home. So you know, like I, th- you know, parents, let's educate our kids. It's not the way we do things now. 
Um, this may have been accepted in some form quite some time ago, but it, it's not now. It's it's not the way we do things. It's not the way we behave and, and talk to each other. Um, you know, we need to be showing more respect than what, what was seen at at, uh, at Penrith last weekend. Especially in a sport that's so inclusive of heaps of different cultures. Well, Incredible. that's right, mate. Well, like rugby league in particular, it's so multicultural. Like, yeah. the, the, like I, I remember in my playing days at the Melbourne Storm, we had we had guys, um, you know, Indigenous Australians. Um, we had English players. We had Papua New Guinean players, Fijians, Tongans, yeah. Samoans, uh, Maori uh, players. Like there was so many different cultures intertwined, and and that's what our game is about. It's it's a game for everyone. Yep. So you know, for and, and as I said, you know, this is. These guys going out to play football, this is, this is their place of work. So, you know, they, they should be able to go out there and, and play the game and play it in, in, a, in a way that, you know, it, it does have, you know, spirit and, and um, you know, aggression and all these different things. And I know we love our, our sporting sides, but no matter the way you feel about an individual player or the team that that person plays for, at no time should they ever be subjected to you know language and abuse of that kind. Agree. Ever. Yeah. Investigation going on. Players will be interviewed. All right. The the, the next big topic, mate. Kalen Ponga. Yeah. Well, this this is a concern really for for Kalen, um, first and foremost. Um, you know. Secondly, you know his team, the Newcastle Knights, and then on a bigger picture, I guess you know the Queensland Maroons. But this is now his fourth concussion in ten months. Um, so this this could be a bit of an issue for Kalen, unfortunately. Um, he's copped a few uh, serious head knocks of, of late. And, I, and I've got no doubt he, he'll have to spend some time on the sidelines. I, I don't think there's going to be a doctor that will give him clearance to play um, at least this week and maybe even next um, until he you know passes some pretty strict protocols. And uh, th- it was always the risk, fellas. Like there was, there was some you know, opinions or concerns raised around KP moving up into the front line. So he's playing five eighths this year. It's it's the position where he's where he's trained and prepared all all preseason. Um, but they were the concerns that playing in the front line, you were going to see more traffic come your way um, as far as, you know, ball carriers and particularly big men. There's back rowers and, and middle forwards running at the halves these days. Um, so it just... You know, looking at the tackle on the weekend, he just he just got his technique wrong. Where you know he sort of put his head in the wrong position. He turned his he, he turned his eyes away mm. from his target. He just he just got caught flush with a head clash with a bigger man, and he went down. So yeah, it's it's not good for KP. Maybe maybe he goes back to fullback. But then what does that do for the Newcastle side where they've had they've had him preparing for this season at five at eight five for the eight, entire yeah. for the entire preseason. Yeah, I know it's it's fixed, and we're, uh, and only the medicos will decide. Hey, very quickly, uh, I've got to get your tips, and also this this one from Muzz at Castle Don. Do you think Ricky Stewart's in the hot seat? Oh, and two start. They've been middle of the road since two thousand and nineteen. Time for a change at Canberra. Oh, he avoid he avoids the uh, the the spotlight all the time, doesn't he, Sticky? Mm-hmm. He's the best, even when they're not winning. You know, like there's no there's never any calls for his head to move on, but. Um, <laughs> Somehow he finds a way to get them firing at some stage during the year to have them, you know, sort of peaking towards the end. So I'd like to think that he'll have them turning around soon. All right, let's quickly get through these tips, mate. And we've uh, loved the half hour. Thank you very much. Uh, 
Thursday night, 7 o'clock, uh, Sea Eagles, who are first on the ladder at the moment yeah. against the Eels. I've got, I've got Manly to win that one. Knights and Dolphins? Uh, Knights, they've been smashed by injuries and a possible suspension. I'm going to go the Dolphins. Three in a row, boys. Yes. Yep. I, I'm, I'm agreeing with you too. This one will be a beauty. The old foes, Roosters and Bunnies. Huge clash. They absolutely despise each other. I think the Rabbits. Mm-hmm. Rabbits? Yep. Storm yep. Titans. Uh, oh, Storm, come on, boys. Bounce back. Although, Big Nelson out for six to eight weeks. Yeah. yeah. Huge blow. But I think Storm too good in this one. Cowboys and Warriors, 4.30 Saturday afternoon. Yeah, Cowboys and Townsville. Bronx and Dragons. Dragons are pretty good, eh? Yeah, Dragons, I'm really impressed with the way they, they started. Their young fellas stepped up, played really well. Benny Hunt. Enormous yeah. again, uh, but I think Broncos too good. Doggies and Tigers. Tigers were awful the other day. They really awful. Were. No, they they really need to have a good look in the mirror. The West Tigers. I think Bulldogs, Sharks and Raiders. Oh, um, I was impressed with the way the Sharkies went about it last week. So I'm gonna. Oh, the Raiders are at home. Oh, I might go. <laughs> I might go Raiders for the upset. Okay. All right, Ricky, okay. to turn them around. Yep, they're going to turn them around. All right, and the Panthers will get two points with the bye. Yes. <laughs> West Tigers will lose this. <laughs> they'll, they'll find a way here. Yes. Um, uh, mate, uh, we've got to get to the news, but if you could just stay on the line, Heels is very, very desperate to find out how you're going to get his phone charger up from the goal. And what else you might have stolen too. <laughs> <laughs> Good on you, Cam. See you, mate. See you, boys. Thanks, Cam.